0: in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeier. Man, I'm just scrolling down through my own website here. Our guys do a wonderful job on our website, but i got a lot, a lot of stuff on there, isn't there? <laughs> No, uh, last thing I ever want anybody to do is go to the website and not be able to find what they're looking for because that's kind of frustrating, to be honest with you. So I was like, I'm looking right now. I just jumped on here real quick. Where is uh, Coach Dave TV? I see that, live shows. Where are shows that we just happened to post? Are those under uh, Coach Dave's video platform? See all episodes? I'm kind of talking to our webmasters here as we go. Because that, yeah. Okay, so we need to we need to clean that up a little bit because I, I it's my website and I can't even find what I'm looking for. You guys are doing a great job, but that just kind of just kind of caught my eye because I was looking for something specific. Hey, listen, I'm in. Uh, boy, I got I got somewhere I want to head today. And today, um, how, how do I say this? Um, it's good. You're not going to want to miss it. Okay, this is going to be Christian education. This is going to be educated. Christianity here today okay because we're told in the book of Jude that evil men have crept in unawares and they changed it we'll get to that here in a second I promise you're going to I want to thank uh, Ken Wardine. showed up yesterday here at Sky High we got a lot of work done got a lot, a lot of work we're going to get done this afternoon crazy you know the, the I don't know what's like with you guys our fall is really beginning to break out and our trees are starting to turn grasses not growing as fast as it was and I had a lot of projects that and I wanted to get done. We didn't get a chance to get them done. So we're scrambling here a bit. The pond is beautiful, but we, have not had, we haven't had a drop of rain in like forever. That doesn't seem like. So uh, pray for rain. I look i look out on the 10-day forecast, don't even see any out there. So just just pray that that thing gets filled up. Mel wants to come in. Must be important if she raised her hand already. Go, Mel. Thanks so much.
1: Hey, uh, Mr. Producer, if you would go to the LibertyActionNetwork.com. Um, I just want to show you that we've posted the video. If you just scroll down a little bit there, go down just a little bit. We posted the video there, just stop right there, from Gettysburg. So, um, you know, it was the call of the people to be there. We've got the the main video posted there. And just as an update from the Liberty Action Network, we're doing some major renovations to the website. So more to come on that. We're going to probably have everybody re-sign in and um, assign yourself a role, so to be part of the the team. So um, more to come on that, but I just wanted to point this out that we do have this posted. Thanks, Coach.
0: Amen. Amen. Okay, Myra, pray us in here, dear.
1: Yes, Coach. It is written. The reading today is going to be from Isaiah 45, 4 through 7. Isaiah
0: 45. Isaiah 45, 4 through 7.
1: For Jacob, my servant's sake, and Israel, mine elect, I have been called thee by thy name. I have surnamed thee, through thou hast not known me. Mm. I am the Lord, and there's no one else. There's no God beside me. I guided thee, through thou hast not known me. Then, They may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside me. I am the Lord, and there is no one else. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle. And we open our hearts to you. I released anointing that breaks the power of evil in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen, Myron. I got to be honest with you. You threw something up there. I don't know if I've ever seen because you hear just the opposite in, in in the church. I create evil. I make peace and create evil. I don't know if I've ever. I don't know if I've ever seen that. They said God's God's just good. God's just God's just good. Boy, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to ponder on that one for a while, for sure. Because uh, yeah, you know what? Look, <clears throat> the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We're living in a in a world today, in a Christianity today, that there is no fear of God. We make we make uh, receiving Christ as your Savior sort of like deciding whether or not you're going to go to the ice cream store and you're going to get a black walnut ice cream or a maple nut ice cream or dipped in chocolate ice cream. We we make this look like God is just he's so so lonely and so loving that he just sits up there and he just wants us all to come and sit on his lap. We don't understand that this battle we're fighting is against good and evil. And what he wants to do is he wants to rescue you from evil. He wants to translate you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. You are born on the devil's team. I'm going to say that again. You are born on the devil's team. God is pro-choice. And he will let you choose to serve the devil, or he will let you choose to serve him. You can choose. choose, Hey, No man can serve two masters. You're going to have to make a decision. And if you think that you are going to be on the devil's team and receive the grace and mercy of God, you're dumber than a rat. (laughs) You're dumber than a rat. But that's the Christianity they're teaching us today. God, God's just some happy old Santa Claus sitting up there and, oh, whatever you do, he okay, just can't wait to forgive you. Unbelievable. It's the wrath of God that should drive us to repentance. The fear of the Lord. There's no fear of the Lord. There's no fear of the Lord in Christians. There's no fear of the Lord. I'm just telling you, there isn't. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about you. And some of the things that you do in the privacy, private moments of your own life, thinking nobody's watching, dude, you better hope nobody's watching. You better hope. We could have the sin of presumption. The sin of presumption is the idea that God's going to forgive you because you received Him as your Savior. Oh, it's under the blood. Thank you, Jesus. Not without repentance. Not just not just apologizing. Not just saying sorry, Lord. Sorry about that sin, Lord. Thanks for giving me, but. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Repentance means to turn. To turn and go a completely different way. See, if you are walking, oh, this is good. I wish my I wish my light worked. Because you would find out that if that light shines and hits you in the eyes, well, why didn't this work? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Turn the flashlight on. Okay. I turned flashlight on. Okay, my flashlight's on, right? There's a difference between my light shining at you and my light shining at me. Those aren't the same. Those aren't the same. We're the light of the world, and so where we go, we're supposed to light the path for everybody else. We've turned the light inward. We've turned it inward, and we walk around thinking, all oh, that light's on us the whole time. Healthy, wealthy, wise, all that stuff. When, in fact, uh, we're the light of the world. We're supposed to glow. Everywhere we go, by the way, in exposed darkness oh, look at that part right look at that ooh look over here ooh and for some reason we don't think he's looking at us we don't think the spotlight's on us turn off the spotlight it looks like you haven't set up oh shut up do it, it. just turn it off boom turn off my flashlight my screen's cracked maybe that's what it is Come on, Siri. Turn off this flashlight. Okay. Good. I Thanks. Okay, so I'm going somewhere today, okay? Now, now look. Pull up, Jude. Pull up, Jude. Can you guys bear with me here a little bit? I'm, I'm sure you can. Because I'm going to... We If we don't get this, if we don't get this and understand this... <clears throat> Verse 3 of Jude, by the way, the half brother of Jesus. Those out there who believe that Mary is ever virgin, this is the half brother of Jesus. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. The faith that was once delivered to the saints, the true, unblemished Christian faith. Delivered to the saints. Why? For there are certain men crept in unawares. Who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ordained men. They had the assignment from the devil to come in. They were ungodly men. Turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness. Okay, Spencer. Okay. For the slow learners out there, lasciviousness, lasciviousness. You say, Coach, how the heck do you even spell that? That's a good way. Copy and paste it. Lascivious, turning the grace of our God into looseness, irregular indulgence of animal desires, wantonness, lustfulness, tendency to to excite lust and promote irregular indulgence. Folks, do you know that you can lust after things beside women? Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can lust after food. You can lust after finances. You can lust after cars. You can lust after uh, uh, public approval. You A you, lot of things that you can lust after, right? And so what's happened? Evil men have crept in unaware. And what have they done? They turned the grace of God into lustful things, desiring to have other things. And by doing that, they deny the only Lord God In our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to talk to you about that today. I want to talk to you about the evil men that have crept in unaware. I want to talk to you about, pardon me, I want to speak with you about the two sides of Almighty God. He's masculine and he's feminine. He's both. In other words, he has a mother's heart a mother's kindness and love for her children. But he also has a father's switch in his hand. He also has a father's rod by which he's going to correct and direct. All right? But here's what's happened to us in American Christ. I'm going to show it to you. you stay there. <clears throat> Some of you, look at, are you looking at me? Some of you haven't got any clue about what the gospel of the kingdom of God is. You got no clue. You've been to church your whole Amen. life. You've been trained in malarkey. And so therefore, here you are, you're a grown man, and you don't even understand the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of the kingdom. Of God. I'm going to open it up to you. And I'm going to show you exactly what's happened. Evil men have crept in unawares. Okay? So we got the masculine side. What does the whoops, masculine side is over here. What's the masculine side do? Protects, defends, exhorts, corrects, directs. And then you have the motherly side. The motherly side does what? Comforts, cares for, cures, rubs your back. God is both. The Holy Spirit is both. But can I tell you what's happened? This dude here has been shot. He ain't allowed anywhere near the gospel anymore. It's just mother God. Mother God. Somebody can say amen. You don't have to. Because look, I'm telling Amen. Listen. Some of you are getting a revelation. You're going to have a revelation at the end of this show that you've never had. Amen. You've never had, you've never mm-hmm. had. Stay with me here. Evil men have crept in unawares. All right? Evil men have crept in unawares. Now, I was raised Catholic. And I was taught that when you go to Mass, then you go to confession, you go in there and you have to confess to some priest. And then that priest tells you to say five Hail Marys and five Our Fathers does it? kind of sign on the cross, and then you leave and you go out and you sin just as much as you can because you know you can come back next Sunday and sin again. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. 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 I, I was raised in that. I was raised in that. And I never knew this very basic premise. Boy, I feel this. Boy, if you don't pick up on this today, I feel this very premise. Here is the lie. I was taught as a Catholic that I sin every day and thought, Word indeed. any other Catholics out there that can amen that sin every day and thought word indeed I'm going to shock you I don't. First of all, thoughts are not sins. That's why Jesus said take captive every thought if if a thought was a sin, you would have no power at all in your life. But you have the power through the Holy Spirit to take cap. Whether or not you're going to click on that lady's boobs on the computer or whether you're not going to, you have the power to say no. Sin is a choice. All right? So I don't sin every day in thought. I don't. I don't. I take captive my thoughts. I bring them to the obedience of Christ, and I don't. I, you don't hey, this is going to rock some of you. I don't think I've sinned yet today. I don't think. Let me think real quick. Nope, I did not sinned yet today. Well, day's not over, you say. Okay, well, I'm not going to sin today. So I'm not going to sin my thoughts. But we sin every day in what? Thought, word? Mm. See, I only sin in word if I don't take captive every thought. If I take captive every thought, my thoughts aren't going to break into words. Take captive every thought and don't say it. Is somebody picking this up besides me? Sin every day. This is a lie of yes. Catholic theology. I don't sin every day in thought. I don't sin every word day in word. And I try not to sin in deed. Deed meaning actually doing what that thought came into my head. That thought came into my head. That isn't a sin. The thought came into my head. I'm sitting in front of my computer and a woman without any clothes flashes up on it. That is not sin. That's thought. What I do next is action. That is sin. Thought, word, and deed. I click, boom! Now it's sin. But they have taught us that we are powerless against sin. That is a... That's an affront to the gospel of Jesus Christ.
1: He who
0: the Son sets free is free indeed. And I'm going to tell you something. When I sin... I don't have to go into some little cubicle and tell some priest what I did. I don't have to do that. I have an advocate. I have, I have an advocate. I have the Holy Spirit. Lord, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Ooh. Amen. Now, the Bible says, confess your faults one to another. It does say that, that you might be healed. There's nothing wrong with confessing your faults to one another. But the idea that I got to go, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, makes you want to dig That I got to go to some priest. Some priest. I'm a priest. We're all priests. You mean to tell me if I commit a sin and I go to my wife, I said, "Honey, I'm so sorry, I did this." You mean to tell me the Lord's not going to honor that? That I got to go to confession and say five our fathers in favor five five him. Somebody, Amen me. So I don't know. So I know I'm not alone here.
1: Amen, Amen, coach. Coach. Amen.
0: Amen, coach. Amen. And here's the truth. There are so many of you out there right now who are trapped in religion, and you don't even get it. You don't even get it. So evil men have crept in unawares. Don't ever forget this. Religion. Oh, thank you, Lord. Religion is always about control. There, I said it. Religion is always about some man controlling you. Always, always. I have an advocate with the father. I don't. I don't. I don't need to go to some pastor and get approval.
1: Boom.
0: If I need approval, I'm going to call Randy. I'm going to call Trump. I'm going to call somebody. Say, what do you think about this? Because in the multitude of many counselors is great wisdom. Uh, I'm not going to go to a pastor. Because you know what? Tell you hate to tell you this. Woo, no wonder they hate me. Your pastor isn't always going to tell you the truth. Because deep at the heart of it, he has ulterior motives. So if I go to my pastor and say, Pastor, listen, I'm really, really concerned about uh I, I want to uh I think I think I ought to start going to the abortion clinic. Uh after he quits gets through tinkling and himself. He's going to give you a lot of reasons why you shouldn't go cuz he don't want to go. You with me? Rather rather than him saying to you, "Coach, I think you should go too. And by the way, can we buy your gas? Is there anything we can do? Anything our church can do to help you in this powerful ministry?" No, 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 no. No, he has to sit on top of it, right? Okay, hang on, gone somewhere. Am I doing okay? I'd stop that. Don't answer. Don't answer. <clears throat> So you got the masculine side. We have the feminine side. And these evil men have crept in, and they have torn the heart of Christianity out of the men. Evil men crept in unawares. And they've made Christianity today womanly. Now, wait a minute. Back up. What What was I talking about? Masculine. Defend, speak up, fight, protect, womanly, defend, or I'm sorry, uh, nurture, care for, feed, love. You with me? You with me? God's both. God's both. I'm both. I'm both. Hey, Michelle, tell him I'm not really an ogre. She's upstairs. Tell him I'm a really loving guy. Tell her how loving I am. But also tell them that I'm not afraid to stand up and say, thus saith the Lord. I can do both. Why? Because my heavenly father can do both. I am his representation here on earth. He works through me. By the way, he works through you as well. Yeah. But you've been told as a man, you're not allowed to be a man. If you, if you want to be a Christian, you got to get rid of this manly stuff, and you got to get over here. You have to be limp-wristed over here and be a woman. Have to be a woman over here. You gotta, you gotta love everybody and rub their back and tell them how sweet they are and how wonderful and how you're gonna have a wonderful life. No wonder they hate me because I come in with a hammer. Okay. Amen, Coach. I'm not, I'm not done. I'm just getting going. I'm just getting going. I see the hands up and I'm gonna to try to ignore them. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Let me get back here where it was. <clears throat> where is that thing, Lord? That, I get rid of that thing. Get rid of that. Okay, let's get it up here. Pull it up here for me, Spencer. Oh, you say pull up one. (laughs) I'm all over the place here today. Uh, What is socialism? Pull that up there, Spencer. Because listen, folks, (laughs) most churches in America are knee-deep, waist-deep, hip-deep, chest-deep in the social gospel, social gospel. Some of you are going to learn something today if you listen. Some of you are going to learn something. What is socialism? Because we hear about communist this, communist... See, uh, socialism is the path to communism. All right? It's like uh, uh, introducing somebody to soft porn to lead them to hardcore porn. Every guy who gets hooked on porn... Started out just looking at a picture in a book, probably. That's before the internet. Now we're now we got porn on on uh, steroids, right? But all people start out with something that appears to be good and appears to be harmless. Socialism is communism light. It says here, socialism is a political and economic system wherein prior property and resources are owned in common, or by the state. That's where you get the word communism. Communism. We all together own it. Are you with me? Staying with me? Scroll down there. I want to uh, see if there's anything else on this page. I just want to get this up there. So, Okay, here you go. Okay, you ready? This is education today. Education today. Socialism is, broadly speaking, a political and economic system in which property and the means of production are owned in common, typically controlled by the state or government. Socialism is based on the idea that common or public ownership of resources and means of production leads to a more equal society. Oh, yeah? Oh. In defining socialism, it's important to first define capitalism. Capitalism is based on the private ownership of resources and means of production. This is in contrast to socialism. According to to socialist philosophy, these features of capitalism lead to inequalities in wealth and hence power. The rich are powerful. That's what the socialists say. By the way, all the socialists are rich. (laughs) Socialism leads to control, friends. According to socialism, the notions of individual freedom and equality of opportunity are available only to those who control the means of production. Why are you banned on Facebook? Why are you banned on YouTube? Because it's socialism. In a capitalist society, this means a few rich capitalists hold power at the expense of the working class. In a socialist system, however, it is argued that since everyone controls the means of production, everyone is free. So, Klaus Schwab and Joe Biden, yeah, Joe Biden and Donald Trump. I, I can't believe some of you people can't get beyond politics and understand what's going on. The rich in socialism stay rich. Boom. Everybody else is poor. That's socialism. By the way, that is the American system of government. That's the that's I'm going somewhere, stay with me. Communism is a form is a form of socialism based on the writings of philosopher, German philosopher. How about German pastor, German evangelist? Karl Marx. In a fully realized communist society, all property and goods are commonly owned by a society without government or class divisions. In a society, production and distribution of goods is Handled according to Marx, from each according to his ability, to each according to his needs. And Klaus Schwab says, what? In the future, you will own nothing and be happy with it. That's socialism, communism, boom. Hang on. Oh, man. Democratic socialism, then. Democratic socialism. Democratic socialism. Unbelievable, huh? See, we don't even know what democracy means. We don't even know that. There are some of you out there, some of you idiots out there, tell people we live in a democracy. And now you notice that the media is always talking about democracy, democracy. Nancy Pelosi is always up there talking about democracy. Dem- We're not a democracy. We're a republic. We're a democratic constitutional republic. They brainwashed us. And it's in the church. Hang on. I'm not mad. It just seems like it. Boom. Mm. Democratic socialism is a form of socialism which emphasizes that both the economy and society should be run democratically. And that the goal is to meet the needs of all the people, not just a rich few. I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't know who you are, where you are, what's going on in your life. If you had to, you could earn more money. Here in America, you could earn more money. You might have to work 20 hours, but you could go earn more money. Your wife could go to work. You, know, you can earn more money. But see, we've got the mindset here in America that, gee, there's only so much I can do. So the government will give it to me. The government will send me checks. Folks, this is socialism. Some socialists argue that socialism does not necessarily require the government to run everything. Oh Yeah, but they do. Instead, business institutions should be run by those workers and consumers that are affected by them. This could be implemented, for example, as worker-run cooperatives or publicly-owned enterprises managed by workers and consumer representatives, yada, 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 yada. So we see an an election stolen from us, and who tells us we can't question it? Well, those in control. Those in control tell us we're we're just peons. Folks, this is a democratic socialism. Am I doing okay? You guys following me okay? Okay, because I'm going to go to another one. So then once we got that, what is Christian socialism? Now that we know what socialism is, socialism is government basically owns everything and everybody gets it equally, right? See, that's the movement behind letting the immigrants come in into America, letting the guys come over the border, because the people who want the guys to come over the border, they are hell-bent on making sure you are poor. Don't you see it? Don't you see it? they want to make you poor because if they make you poor you are dependent on the government amen oh come on stay with me socialism is a system in which the means of production distribution exchange of goods are regulated by the community as a whole it is often juxtaposed in other words opposite of capitalism which is a system in which the means of production distribution exchange are controlled by each individual Redistribution of wealth is a social concept, and it means that, the, that wealth is taken from the rich and dis- redistributed to the poor so that it is spread out more equally. I wonder if the Queen of England spread her wealth out. Anybody think she took all of her money and spread that wealth out? Huh? Anybody think so? Anybody think Barack Obama? Think he's out spreading around his wealth to everybody? Think he's doing that? No, no. You're a fool! We're damn fools! In the mid-19th century, Christian socialism. Evil men crept in unawares. Christian socialism was interested in improving the plight of the poor by various government socialism programs. Anybody tired of being overtaxed? Anybody tired of it? See, you're being overtaxed because we have a socialist system in America. By the way, hang on. Led by the Christians. America's churches, feminine, have become socialists. Women love socialism. Women do. Most women. Sorry, all my friends out there that don't. Many of the reforms regarding working conditions came out of those efforts. In more recent years, Christian socialism has come to, to refer to any system that combines the goals of socialism with the ethics of Christians. Oh, my goodness. Many Christians, especially among the millennials, see socialism as a vile political object. So they say what? Love your neighbor, coach. Love your neighbor. Okay. Well, coach, since you love your neighbor, um, I'm going to have to take things from Bob. Remember that yesterday? I'm going to have to take things from Bob and give it to these poor people over here. Because, coach, Christian, we love our neighbor in Christianity, coach. And here's what we'll do, coach. Just to make it go really, really easy, coach, we're going to make this so easy. We as the government, coach, we're going to come in and take from you And we'll decide where it goes, coach. We'll we'll, we'll hand it out for you, coach. Because really, at the heart, our government, we're really Christians here too in the government. (sighs) A number of biblical passages muster to support the view of Christian socialism. Many passages in the Old Testament of helping the poor and the weak, and some find an example of Christian uh, socialism in the early church. All right, look, I know this. Do I, do I say this right? Did I say this right? Yeah, okay. I'm just going to be honest with you. There are some people here in this queue who are a family. Many of you out there donate to Pass all Ministries. Many of you do. And we have often, in the past, taken those donations that you've given us, and we've helped other people with it. But I'm also going to tell you this. There are some people that we've given stuff to that I'll never give it to them again. Did you you hear what I said? I will never give it to them again. Why? Because it's socialism. It's Christian socialism. They become dependent on me, us, to bail them out as they continue to go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper down down the squalor. And so Christian socialism says, well, coach, you have a lot. Give it. I say, well, I will, but I'm going to choose where I'm going to give it, and I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to guide me into all truth. When the Holy Spirit puts up a stop sign, I follow that stop sign. When I take captive every thought. And you're not going to guilt me into giving to undeserving people what they did to themselves simply because I'm a Christian. Because Christianity teaches us that we are supposed to be responsible for our own behavior and our own actions. And yes, we will help bail you out. But if you think you're going to come back here every month and say, hey, hey, I need my rent paid again, need my rent paid, <laughs> sorry, dude. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Hang, on. Are you with me? Look, folks, we have that mindset in the church. But look, wait a minute, I got to go someplace else. You know this, you know this right now. That if you have a financial need, you can't go to your church and get help. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Because the church yeah. will say to you, well, they have welfare programs. Have you called the government yet? Huh? So we have a relationship, a social don't relationship don't know. Don't know. between the church and the government. And the average pastor, if you go to him and you have financial problems, he's not going to give you money out of the storehouse. Oh, no, 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 no. That's for smoke machines. That's to, That's for carpet that's for whatever for me oh no 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 uh have you checked the children's services have you gone down to the welfare All somebody say amen i'm all over it amen amen, amen. okay hang on here would i go next i know some of you want to get in and out done i haven't finished it off yet so that's Christian socialism. Keep going. Socialism. Coach. Keep going. I am. That's Christian socialism. By the way, we can put these links in there. You can read them yourself. Look, hey. Evil men have crept in unawares, and they have crippled Christianity. Somewhere in that Bible it says if you don't work, you don't eat. And the government's job, the socialist government's job, is to make sure, as Klaus Schwab said, that you'll own nothing and then you'll be able to suck at the teat of the government. And if they control what you eat and control what you spend, you ain't free. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. Not Joe Biden. Not Joe Biden. Somebody out there, listen, some of you out there are so, can I say this? No. I'm gonna say that Holy Spirit just cra- take captive every thought because see I wanted to say something and the Holy Spirit said don't say that don't say that was that thought a sin no okay so let's switch here a minute so what's the social gospel click the next one there the social gospel social gospel the the womanly the womanly gospel folks what's the prophetic gospel. Thus saith the Lord. Stop doing that. Not on my watch. Right? That's that's John the Baptist. Of all those ever born to a woman, none was greater than John the Baptist. Jesus said that. John the Baptist didn't go around rubbing people's back. He went to the king and said, you are a fraud, dude. You're sleeping with your wife. You're making your wife a whore. Jesus said, that's my boy. But see, womanly Christianity has taken over. Womanly Christianity. Why did David have to kill Goliath? Couldn't he just share the gospel with him? Couldn't he just have got Goliath saved? If it had just got him saved, maybe Goliath was hungry. Maybe David should have offered him a hamburger. That's good. The term social gospel is usually used to refer to a Protestant Christian intellectual movement. Boy, underline those words. Protestant Christian intellectual movement <clears throat> that came to prominence in the late 19th and 20th century. Ah, uh, gee, that'd be the 1900s. That'd be like 1960, 1970, 1980, and then into the 2000s. Right? Promoters of the social gospel sought to apply Christian principles to social problems with a focus on labor reform. Other issues such as poverty, nutrition, health, education, alcoholism, crime, warfare were all addressed as part of this social gospel. In other words, thank God for Lyndon Bain Johnson because he gave us the great society, which was socialism. However, as social needs were emphasized, the doctrines of sin, salvation. I'm going to read this again very slowly. However, as social needs were emphasized, love thy neighbor, the doctrines of sin, salvation, heaven and hell, and the future kingdom of God were downplayed. Boom. Theologically, the social gospel leaders were liberal and overwhelmingly post millennialists asserting that Christ's second coming would not happen until humanity rids itself of the social evils. According to the social gospel, Christians need to concentrate on the world now, not the world to come. Okay, so the social gospel is related to theological liberalism. A theologian who lived during the peak of the social gospel movement described the message of the social gospel this way. Here's the social gospel. A God without wrath brought men without sin into a kingdom without judgment through the ministrations of a Christ without a cross. Man, you ought to write that down. Stick that on your mirror. A God without wrath brought men without sin into a kingdom without judgment through the ministrations of a Christ without a cross. According to the social gospel, the betterment of society equals salvation. People are basically good as seen by the social gospel. That's why I'm bad, see? I got the manly gospel and they hate me. They love Joel Osteen because he's a back rubber. They love Benny Hinn because he's a back rubber. Those big churches are packed. People love Oh, what's it say? The word says, uh, heaping up for themselves, teachers having itching ears. People go to places that makes them feel good. Amen. Say, Coach, this is your best ever, because I think it is. People are basically good. People are basically good, as seen by the social gospel. And society is gradually becoming more moral. In other words, we now love homosexuals. Think it's okay for them to get married, and we don't. We don't want poor little seven-year-olds to be boys and think they're girls, and have to live like that. So let's cut off their dicks. Is gradually become. If we feed enough people, educate enough children, dig enough wells, and redistribute, redistribute enough wealth, then we will see God's kingdom manifest. If we preach enough love, justice, brotherhood, or goodwill toward men, then the remnants of greed and selfishness of mankind will be overwhelmed and will give way to goodness. That's it, isn't it? Wow! That's it. I got. I want to get some of you. In. I got. This is so good. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Uh, put this in the chat and dig it out yourself. By the way, from a Christian perspective on the social gospel, we need to look at Jesus, who lived in one of history's most corrupt and unjust societies. Jesus never issued a call for political change, even though many of his followers yearned for political action. See, and that's, that's what they say. Jesus didn't, Jesus didn't take on the government. Yes, he did. The Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Sanhedrin were the government over Jesus. He told Pilate... The natural government, the national government, Jesus went to Pilate, the president, and said, you have no power over me. So he didn't deal with Romans. He dealt with his own clan. By the way, we should be doing that too. Okay, hang on. Go to Gramsci. Say, who's he? Gramsci. Wasn't Klaus Schwab said, won well, nothing and, and be great uh, and love it? Something like that. Gramsci, next to the last one, brother. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Lord, help us. Antonio Gramsci is the culture, is the godfather of cultural Marxism. Of course, you don't even know what cultural Marxism is. We are living cultural Marxism. Hey, brother, I don't have time to read all this. Scroll down there a little bit. See what the highlights are. Huh. Tells, I don't have time to, I don't, Cultural, remember this. Do I have this here? Where is it, coach? Where is it, coach? The long march through the institutions. Do I have that? Uh, Antonio Gramsci came up with what they called the long march through the inst- institutions. And if you remember, President Kennedy, before he was killed, the night before he was killed, told us that we had to beware of infiltration. And so what did they do? The long march through the institution was what? They got an education. They got in the media. They got into government. They got into church, seminaries. They got into every area of influence that they possibly could, secretly snuck in. Evil men crept in unawares, and they changed Christianity. Amen. Antonio Gramsci. I'll put this in the chat. You need to look at that. You need to look at that one as, as well. I can't believe I one of the links. Did I not pull put that link up there? <sighs> hey Spencer, do this for me real quick. <clears throat> pull up uh, "Long March Through the Institutions." See if you can just 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 Google that "Long March Through the Institutions." I had a link and I did. I didn't put it. Golly, it's quarter of. I'm just getting started. Long March Through the Institutions. Gramsci, there it is. Just click on it. <clears throat> That's what they've done to us, folks. The long march through the institution. Pull, pull Gramsci back up there if you can. And Wikipedia. See, coach, how do I do that? Long march through the institution. Put Gramsci up there, see what comes up, and search Wikipedia. I'm sorry, folks. There he is, huh? <clears throat> boy, oh boy. Whew. He wrote on, uh, Gramsci was of 1891 to 1937. He was a founding member and one-time leader of the Communist Party of Italy. Gramsci wrote more than 30 notebooks and 3,000 pages of history anal- analysis during his imprisonment. Gramsci is best known for his theory of cultural hegemony, which describes how the state and ruling class, capitalist class of bourgeoisie Use cultural institutions to maintain power in capitalist societies. So he said, let's start a long march through the institutions. And he said, listen, let's have Republicans run. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's have socialists run as Republicans. And when they get in office, nobody will know it because they're Republicans. But then somewhere along the line, somebody's going to get smart and they're going to say, those are rhinos. Those are rhinos. Oh, yeah? Oh, so isn't it a wonder why you can never get a strong, bold Christian man elected to office because the rhino Christians think he's supposed to be loving and caring. He's not supposed to fight against abortion he's not supposed to fight against homosexuality why we love women who are pregnant we love them why would you force them to have a baby that's socialism folks it is antithetical. it is a foreign it is against it is in opposition to the gospel killing a baby is sin amen amen I'd get thrown out of your church. If I five minutes of saying this in your church, I'd get thrown out of it. So that's why I'm, I'm going to shut up here a minute. That's why when you go to your church, your church is social gospel focused. Help the poor, help those people hurting tornadoes, help those people who are homeless, help, got it, womanly, womanly, womanly. Let's, oh, let's help them. I'm for that. Oh, well, let's help them. Not the... Not the man stands up and says, you teach my kid how to masturbate, and you and I got a problem, dude. That's the manly gospel. That thing is absolutely thrown on the ice heap of Christianity. That's why we're going to have some warrior pastors arise. Because this social gospel has brought Christianity to its knees. I got more. Go ahead, Joanne. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Last one, vaxed cows. They're giving cows the vaccine, folks. They're shooting the vaccine in the cows, which will infiltrate your children. It will infiltrate you. Why? Because socialism wants to get rid of a certain class of people. why won't the Republicans stand up and push against this? Can I tell you why? Because they're socialists. Wait a minute. Republicans are Christian socialists. You get it? Those guys are still locked up in a gulag. No Republicans fighting for them. Hey, uh, the immigrants are coming over the border, and we're letting them in. Why? Because we're Christian. Love, 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 love. You see it? Yeah. Do you see it? Oh, my God, our churches have been taken over. Evil men crept in. Joanne, go ahead. Hey, listen, everybody, talk fast because I got—I used up a lot of time and a lot of people in. Go ahead, Joanne. Our women tend to be drawn to socialism because they want and need to be cared for, and no Amen. man
1: is there to do that, so they lead to the church for that. Right.
0: Mother's hearts bleed easier than men. And so they've made men women. Jeff. Coach, remember last night, I said he had two pastors coming in there with Pastor Matt, the other new guy. We used your letter. Julie came up last night. She brought the letter on the Gettysburg thing. We made copies for everybody, handed them out to everybody. Pastors took one. He preached last night. It sounded like he'd been listening to Coach Dave for the last two years. He talked about sin you will, sin you must. He said, and as, a, as Christians, we got to go boldly. He just hammered this thing last night, just the same things you're saying. And then he went to the letter and talked about the abortion and homosexuality and how the churches have lost it. Walking and will say a prayer. He said, what did Jesus come to save us from? He come to save us from sin. And he just hammered Remember? this thing. He just Remember? hollering and screaming. It was good. See, Jeff, so this is why, listen, I love you all out there. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. All of you. Quit lying, Coach. For those out there who I do love, you don't like this because it's manly. And you're used to this. And so when a man comes with this, oh, he's harsh. He's mean. He's not loving. He's not caring. I I want somebody to rub my husband's back. That's what he's, my husband needs his back rubbed. No, he doesn't. He needs his ass kicked. man. Amen. Revelation 2015. I forget who it is. Come on in.
1: Hey, Coach. Just want to say you're on fire yeah. this morning, and I'm I'm feeling it in the spirit, what you're preaching.
0: Thanks. I'm telling the truth, brother. That's why. See, if we don't know how we got here, we're never going to get out of here. All right? And they keep giving us... <clears throat> When's the last time you heard any Republican running for office, in office, stand up and say abortion is murder and homosexuality is deviant. They're not going to say that because the women won't vote for him. Go ahead, Jeff. Jeff, now.
1: Yes, uh, communist goals. Uh, infiltrate the churches from revealing religion to social religion discredit the bible and emphasis on intellectual maturity so it doesn't look like a religious crutch never nope. seeing it big time
0: i'm hey listen i'm a pretty damn smart christian my myra yes, Laura. go no, go go quickly okay. come, on, come on come on go
1: yes yes coach i want to say thank you so, um i want to give a praise report
0: um, no, Save it for later. Save it for later. Go Laura. Go, Laura. You can do it later. Go, Laura.
1: Um, coach, yeah, it's, it just I want to thank you for what you're saying. I mean, and the problem with the what the church has been doing is like is, is for like 81 percent of the American families now are single mom homes. Right. And if you want to be pro-life and I had this conversation with someone um, last night was that start making dads accountable to be at home with their kids, you know, and start, because you're going to have a reduction of, um, of abortions and abortion is not the only form of birth control and it's called abstinence. Just don't do it. Um, and then, but make having fathers man up and father up. You know, because all the now you have all these all these people who don't that that don't have their dads in their lives, and then these moms don't know what to do, which they don't common. have a
0: dad in their life, the mom doesn't know what to do, and then we send them to a woman elementary school teacher. Come on in, Janine. Um, if you
1: look up Antonio Gramsci, the Jesuit, it says all roads lead to Rome. And he was um astronomical in leading into everything that you're talking about
0: mm-hmm. way back then. Yep. We, folks, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll get a show prepared on it. We don't, we don't want to go to the truth of where uh, uh, secret society, the Jesuits, uh, uh, the uh, Mason, we don't, we don't want to go there. That is the man behind the curtain that we don't want to look at. Psalm two. The kings of this earth, huh? Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of this earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. And I think what we ought to do here, Antonio Gramsci said, let's get some let's get some socialists cuz that's not quite as bad let's get some socialists into the seminaries and when we get them into the seminaries then they can hire their friends let's get them into the universities and once we get them into the universities then they can hire their friends and then let's do this let's get let's get some socialists on the board of IBM and then we can funnel money to those who are advancing socialist agendas without people even realize it's going on because the church has been trained that social gospel is the real gospel. This will be so easy. It's just going to take us a while, but we can do this, boys. We can do this. And they've done it. And I'm going to tell you this, 80%, help me out here, just throwing out a number, 80% of the men standing in America's pulpits preach social gospel. They don't, hey, they don't preach this one, baby. They preach this one. No, I'm telling you the truth. Oh, this is the best stuff. Go ahead, Jack. 1920, Fabian Socialist Tavistock. That's all you need to know. Well, the long march through through the, through the, through the, institutions, was exactly what I just said. They slowly infiltrated and took over. That's what John F. Kennedy said. That, that we had to fight infiltration. Do you, did you ever wonder why the Republican Party ain't very Christian? Hmm? I wonder if some of those christian republicans i wonder if they go to joel Osteen's church i wonder if they go to TD fake's church i wonder if they go to some sissy man's church so therefore when they get in power they're not going to speak out against it it's not very christian to tell some woman she can't kill her baby it's not very christian to tell a man he can't have butt sex with another man. It's not very Christian to tell a little boy he can't cut off his wiener. Are you following me? Anybody following me out there? They've infiltrated and taken over moral Christianity. And they've changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator. Amen. Myra, now you can come in.
1: Yes, coach. Uh, thank you so much. I have a praise report. Um, it's in regard to the Christian revolution. Last night, we had a wonderful time. We really felt the Holy Spirit come in. And work I feel it this us. morning.
0: I feel it this morning,
1: too. <laughs> Uh, also, a praise report because uh, Paul Gosselin, um has a new uh, Gabriel's Health Ministry in Augusta. So I welcome you guys to join. And back in August 2022, I asked the Harold to pray for uh, Dan and Diana Villarano because they couldn't meet their financial obligations. Well, they sent a praise report saying that they have met them, And thank you for the prayers. Hallelujah. So I had to, yes.
0: So so Tracy just texted me, and Tracy said this: mm. "Courts side with the moms." Boom! Boom! Because why? Because those Luciferian interlopers, invaders want to make sure that a strong masculine man doesn't have an influence on his own son and i love my wife to death and she would could come down here and she'd tell me our family would be a mess if she had to raise those kids by herself because she is a woman And she is not a good disciplinarian. She loves. Her heart bleeds love. By the way, discipline is love. The Bible says, whom the Lord loves, he chasteneth." Can I tell you the truth? A lot of y'all out there hate discipline. You hate chastening. It's the greatest example of love. Pastor Dale, come on in. Well, I appreciate the honor of you calling me that, brother. That means at least I know I'm on the right track. You started the you started the show this morning with Chronicles, right? The men of Issachar who knew the times and knew what to do. But James says, if you know what to do and don't do it, to him it is sin. In other <laughs> words, they know they know what it says. They know what they're supposed to do, but they don't do it. Therefore, this has become the sin to them. So they haven't taken captive every thought. That thought that says, no, don't do that. People will criticize you. You'll make friends. Pastor will be mad. They haven't taken captive that thought. The Lord said, go speak. And they start thinking, about, well, what would if I do this, if I do that? You're already lost. You're already lost. It's not a popularity contest. It's not a po- It's a war. Jack. the war is one of the items of the war is they play both sides they make women incentivize women to get abortions the ones that don't get the abortions they incentivize them to have more babies so that they can get them on welfare and so that there's no dad so the state is the father and that's what we end up with
1: now if you go all the way
0: back to what you've been talking about before go back to the origins when the issue isn't the issue what's the issue Article 1, Section 10, no state shall make anything but gold or silver coin, tender payment of debt. How can they give people welfare if they had to use the law? Amen. Okay, so listen, I'm going to finish with this. I'm going to hit this hammer real quick, and then I'm going to to disappear into the ether zone here. If the Catholic Church was really pro-life, abortion would be ended. I'm going to say that again. If the Catholic Church, just the Catholic Church, Joe Biden's a Catholic, Nancy Pelosi's a Catholic. If the Catholic Church determined to live out what they claim they believe, abortion would be over. They have the power to do that. But can I tell you why they won't do that? Because they got themselves a commie pope. See them all.